Capital Commission is a missions organization dedicated to taking the Great Commission to political people groups in the capital communities across our nation. One of the means for accomplishing this mandate is that each state minister teaches verse-by-verse -verse Bible studies for the capital community. This Bible study is from Psalm chapter 1. Psalms is the hymn book of Israel. The majority of the Psalms are independent compositions that can be understood independent of other Psalms. The two emphases that characterize these Psalms are the practical message and the prophetic message. The foundation for the practical message is the character of God in the midst of the crucible to human experience. The prominent theme of the prophetic message is the anticipation of the Messiah and the future blessings for all humanity as benefits of trust in the Messiah. Psalm chapter 1 is a devotional psalm. It contrasts two individuals, the righteous and the unrighteous. The exclusive portrayal of these two walks of life, that is the godly life and the ungodly life, it's evident all throughout the book of Psalms. Psalm 1 describes first the godly life, and it does so both negatively and positively in the initial two verses of Psalm chapter 1. We read there in Psalm chapter 1 and verse 1 it says, How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. The negative, the description, it's, it's threefold, reflects a very evident progression. It says the righteous does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. The parallel thought indicates that the negative warnings, if they're unheeded, will manifest itself in neglect of the word of God, and ultimately to perishing. The positive description of the righteous life is likewise threefold. The righteous life is described as regulated by the word of God. The attitude of the righteous individual is one of continual light and constant meditation upon biblical truth. The enduring blessing of God is extended to those who pursue righteousness, and therefore it's not a transient feeling, but the result of participation in the divine life. The relationship of the righteous individual to the Word of God is not superficial. The righteous are not only redeemed according to God's provision through the living Word, but also study the written Word to demonstrate themselves as approved servants of God. The priority of the righteous upon Scripture is because it reveals eternal truths and therefore results in continual delight and constant meditation. It says in verse 3, it says, The righteous, he will be like a tree, firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither, and whatever he does, he prospers. How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. One who walks the path of righteousness is blessed indeed. If that walk is not detained alongside those of the wicked. The verb that's translated meditates. It's it's uh in its derivatives with the with the noun translated heart, it just it often denotes the seat of thinking. Therefore what this is emphasizing is when it says that the delight is in the law of the Lord and in that law is meditation day and night the word that is used there, the combination of meditates and heart, it's to denote the activity of the mind. Uh, that this is the reason for God's word. And then therefore the walk of the righteous is like a tree planted firmly.
by its source of water. There are three characteristics of the walk of the righteous. It forms a simile. It says, uh, in contrast to the, the, the chaff, which is easily blown and moved, a tree is permanent. He will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water. So unlikely to be moved by adverse winds, a tree stands firm and is stationary, just like the life of the righteous. And then it says that the tree yields its fruit in its season. So there's the emphasis upon productivity. The tree's productive and yielding fruit by season. You know, trees don't produce their fruit, their, uh, fruit haphazardly, but, but trees, healthy trees produce their fruit regularly. And so the righteous individual is therefore characterized by consistency in his or her manner of living. And then it says that, not only that, it says whatever the righteous does will prosper. There's the emphasis upon prosperity. In other words, the success of those who walk a righteous life is attributed to the fact that that person lives in accordance with the purpose and will of God. Now, as to be expected, there exists a vast chasm between the life of the righteous and the unrighteous. The psalmist declared, the wicked are not so, in contrast to the life of the righteous. The ungodly individual is likened to chaff. Chaff is it's insignificant, it's lifeless, it's, it's transitory, it's valueless. And so the life of the unrighteous, it's, it's futile, shallow, unsubstantial, worthless. The illustration of the life of the unrighteous is explained in verses 5 and 6 of Psalm 1. It says there, Psalm 1 verse 5, Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment. There are sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. So the psalmist says, the wicked are not so, because they're like chaff which the wind drives away. So the psalmist states that the unrighteous will not stand in the judgment. The unrighteous have no means of defense, in other words. The works of those who live ungodly will expose them for who they are. And so the unrighteous will be excluded from the assembly of the righteous. So the destiny of the unrighteous is entirely different from the righteous. And in contrast to the chaff, it says the imagery of the righteous like a tree, it's, it's a picture of life and stability. The unrighteous will perish, but the godly will be preserved, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous. God knows the life of the righteous in a personal and intimate manner. It says the Lord knows or he watches over the righteous. These are the ones who, who nourish themselves spiritually in the word of God. The righteous are blessed because God graces, guides, and protects them. The life of the righteous is separate from the deceptions, the defilements of those who do not internalize the word of God. So, in conclusion, you look at this psalm, every person has to ask the soul-searching question, what life have I been living? You know, one life leads to blessedness and permanence, the other to ruin. The word of God requires one to determine the manner of his or her life accurately and carefully. The genuineness of the life of the righteous is proved by that person's spiritual character and actions.